It is Matt Mosley alongside Stephen Simcox. We roll into a holiday weekend. Stephen, I was hoping y'all might just take it right till 4 o'clock. I thought I might start on the holiday early. John Morris just, I, I got on for my usual connection, and, I mean, it was just like, wow. I mean, y'all just kept going and going, and then you make your big announcement. I had hoped that, um, Stephen, we would, uh, we would have that scoop on the show we've done together for several years now, but uh, you and Chris decided to go ahead and do that with John Morris. I know Chris has a long-time association with John, so, um, Stephen, I, I, uh, I guess it's out there now. You're, you're leaving us, and uh, I've, I've held on to that as a closely held secret. I've been told not to say it above a whisper, what's happening, that you've decided to the mortgage business was calling. But, uh, but Stephen, you uh, catch out of the bag, and you have decided to fly the coop. So congratulations to you. Well, thanks. Yeah, uh, I'll have one more week here. Um, had Chris in there, and, and J-Mo kind of, you know, we, we got to it a little earlier than, than expected. But um, we we're moving on. Uh, but I'll still be here for a week, and I'm still going to do the show for a week. Um, and hopefully we'll get to dabble here and there part-time. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I do have four more days and excited to kind of finish strong here over the course of the next week. <laughs> Hi. I know that's really what you're dying to do is just finish strong. And uh, in fact, Stephen, I uh, uh, they Tom told me that if you really want to finish strong, there's some like Rangers games over the holiday weekend. He'd like you to run <laughs> uh, if you really want to finish in a sprint. So I think we could arrange something for you. Yeah, I have done have done a lot of those, and I'll be getting to do uh, you know some extra work on game time this next week. So. Always, uh, always fun um, here at the station. And yeah. they, they, if, if you're looking for work, come come to ESPN Central Texas. Well, Tom, I think is going to be out next week, and and, uh, and then <laughs> I hope he remembers this. Stephen, the following week, Mosley goes out of town. <laughs> they takes his annual trip to the beach. So, uh, Stephen, could we? Is Allman still in there? Could we push your start date back maybe a week? <laughs> Uh, need actually need two weeks out of you. So anyway, happy 4th of July to everybody. Uh, Stephen, we are excited for you, although I'm very angry as well. And, uh, and it's, uh, uh, you know, just leaving me behind like this. I never thought it would happen, but, um, you've decided to go to greener pastures. I mean, I, it's shocking to me that uh, that that might be more lucrative doing like mortgages or whatever in the world it is you're going to be doing than radio, but uh, good you know good luck to you. And uh, Stephen, if you ever are struggling with whether to approve a mortgage or not, um, I've had to refi- you know I've done mortgage I don't know you, you know how you like refinance a home or you do this or that I've had to do all that those things in the past. So if you're if you're running into um, any issues, just call me. And I'll kind of look at the numbers and see if, see if I can make them come out clean. I will definitely forward all that to you so you can you can take a, a second look and be a second set of eyes for me. Now, Chris will have to pay me for those services. So what I'm really hoping is I can do – I want to keep doing radio while also making mortgage money on the side. Okay, we'll split uh, commissions for sure. If anybody wants to allow me to do that out there – in fact, I want to go to work for Chris's biggest competitor. So whoever is doing that – 
I would say Central National Bank, Stephen, can do a mean mortgage. They do an unbelievable job. And by the way, during the PPP loans, when small businesses were needing help, who stepped up but Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor. And, Stephen, one thing I wanted to mention, today is Customer Appreciation Day at the two Waco locations. From 9 a.m. to 4, employees out the drive-thru handing out cold Dr. Pepper uh, or water, koozies, and insulated tote bags. What is that, Stephen? An insulated tote bag. What do you put in there? You, is that like, can you put drinks and stuff in a tote uh, bag? Yeah, or I, I think guess you drinks. Put anything in there? I think you can put some food in there. I think that's something you can take to a picnic and have a good time. Pretty versatile. Okay, but here's the big ticket item. Also holding a giveaway for a Traeger grill. Um, that, whoa. Uh, apparently they're giving away two of these. They do it every 4th of July. It's a small way of saying thank you to their customers, a tradition that goes back two decades. This is big, Stephen, and uh, and I believe you can get those in. You can apply. Let me see how you register to win. Yeah, you just go. I, I'm looking at it. Customer Appreciation Day, Traeger Pro 575, wood pellet grill with Wi-Fi? Jeez. What does that even mean? A Wi-Fi and a grill? All right. Well, that's good. And uh, let's see. You can register. Let's. You can go by there and register from nine to four. And uh, the, the July second, Stephen. It's nine to four today. You go through the drive-through or go through the. the in fact, I tried to get Brian to come on with us today, Stephen. Brian's like, I'm sorry, I'm too busy. I'm too busy out there. Um, I also think I'm looking at it right now. You could go to the uh, website. All right, in uh, cnbcwaco.com. Yeah, I think you could go to the website and register that way, too. All right, so um, get, get, get on that uh, wood pellet grill giveaway. Stephen, will, um, will you be grilling for the 4th of July? Will you go like a Saturday grill, the actual day of Sunday, or will you use the off day Monday? Well, I like that you... I like that you gave your notice at a time when when you could get a get a long weekend. Now that was smart. Yeah, this weekend we're going to um, my, see my wife's family. So my father-in-law usually grills, but I might have to push him out of the way and get in there on Saturday or Sunday and cook up some burgers or something. All right, see what you can do. I mean, wait, are you traveling already? Are you saying you're traveling somewhere with the baby? Yeah, I mean, we're going down to Missouri. It's like a four-hour trip. Tell you what, I, I don't really li- I don't feel like Sawyer's ready for a road trip quite yet. He's like two weeks old, so I'm going to I'm gonna hold on to him while y'all are gone. Okay. All right? And I'm going to take care of him. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't like this scenario. I really don't. Uh, so, anyway, keep that in mind. That's CNB, uh, cnbwaco.com if you want to register for a Traeger grill. Stephen, have you ever done anything on a Traeger? I'm told the Traeger is an unbelievable grill. Yeah, uh, I haven't had the uh, the opportunity to, but I've also heard that's about the best you can have. And people that are serious about grilling use use Traeger grills. So I'm sure that's a, a, a great prize for whoever ends up uh, winning that at Central National Bank. Man, I used to kind of want the green egg, but when I see the Traeger... I love that detail about the Wi-Fi. I, I like a good Wi-Fi on my grill. 
Uh, but wood pellets, Stephen, I think the wood pellets do pretty well. I think the wood pellets. Now, some people, I've got an old gas grill. I don't like messing with that. What's that thing called, Stephen? A propane tank? I always get butane. Yeah, propane tank. Protein. I was making sure I got the right thing. Propane, because there's a butane, but that's a different kind of natural gas. Okay, propane. Uh, I, I drop by and I, I switch that thing out. Um, you could do that sometimes, Stephen, at the 7 Eleven. During COVID, they would just bring it out. There were places they just bring it out to the car. They just kind of switch it out for you. Um, but we got places here at the station. We got some of our uh, sponsors that uh, will do that as well. Stephen, I, uh, it, by the way, weigh in on the text line if you'd like, 254-662-1660. What is your go-to? On the 4th of July, do you go fancy with, like, ribs and a brisket, or do you – do you go with just like hot dogs and burgers? And, uh, Stephen, I'm fortunate enough to have some neighbors, the Tiptons, the Urbans. Around special holidays like the 4th, we, um, we go ahead and um, I, I, I text them to make sure. I just kind of like, hey, guys, how are you all doing? Kind of like just checking in. And that's the way I, I make sure, Stephen, that I'm invited to the neighborhood, the neighborhood 4th of July. But this week, we, this year, we um, – we were hanging out the other day, and uh, Brian Urban was passing out invitations. First year we've ever had, like, true invitations, and I scored one of them for my family, and, and uh, the wives have already contacted my wife. But, uh, Stephen, um, you know, because then you have to ask, well, what can we bring? What can we bring? And the key is to always try to bring, like, some cookies or something just, like, ridiculously easy. Hey, I'll get napkins. Okay, I'll bring some napkins. How about I bring some uh, plasticware? That's that's kind of the key if you're attending one of those things. Pick. You don't want to pick like I'll do dessert because then you're in there making a bunch of stuff. I mean, you could do potato salad, but then you'll want to go get the potato salad somewhere, like at the grocery store or whatever. I don't think you want to whip it up yourself. Stephen, do you prefer like? When 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 you have a uh, do you the sides and everything do you are you fine with whatever or do you prefer that the people who come to your barbecue actually spend time in the kitchen cooking things? Um, no, I'm not too picky about sides. I do really like potato salad though. Uh, mustard potato salad, sort of my go-to if I'm if I'm having barbecue. But I'm good with like chips as well. So as long as the you know whatever's on the grill is cooked well, I'm I'm pretty much fine with whatever as far as sides go. Two of my favorite mustard potato salads in Waco right now. Um, I've always loved the Vtex. I don't know exactly where they get it. They I'm, maybe they just make it, but it's good. And then um, Schmaltz's. I was there the other day, and they had a very similar kind of mustard potato salad. Now I I don't want to short Helberg and Guess. I'm sure they all have great options. I'm trying to remember what I think of the potato salad at Tony Demaria's. I feel like it's mustard slash mayonnaise, which, you know, is not the end of the world. I just like it to be more mustard-based. But the scoop of the scoop of potato salad that you get from Tony DeMaria is, now that I'm thinking about it, my mouth's watering, it's pretty good. I think it goes well with the Dagwood they serve over there. So, anyway, getting you ready for uh, 4th of July weekend. Uh, Stephen, 254-662-1660. What are you grilling? And what kind of grill are you using? Do you does anybody have the Traeger? That's T R A E G E R that you could win at Central National Bank, or do you go with kind of like what I do, the gas grill? 
just kind of the old school gas grill? Uh, or do you have the green egg? I think for if you want to do something for a long period of time, the Traeger or the green egg is a really good option. Um, I, I'm just curious to what kind of things are. Fo- Stephen, are you on the gas grill? What would you say? Or do, you, do you do a wood pellet, pellet grill? Uh, we got a gas grill with propane tank, yep. I don't think I've ever used a wood pellet before, but uh, we're, we're gas people. Did the house that you bought, did they just leave it there? Did they leave a grill back there, or did you have a grill at your previous house? No, I had one. We got one when we were living in Temple, and we brought it over to, to our house in McGregor. Did y'all, when y'all, get, when y'all got married, did you register for a grill? <laughs> we oh, didn't. Was... I registered for like some <laughs> some cookware, some or a lot of cookware we did, but I registered I was... for like some grill tools, but I didn't have a, I didn't register <laughs> for a grill, no. I thought it would be funny to register for like crazy expensive stuff. Like thousand dollar grill, <laughs> I don't even know if you can do that, <clears throat> but I'm sure I'm sure there are places you could register for extremely nice things. Stephen, what is your everyday like w- when you put your plates? Did you get did you have a say in that? Like whatever kind of china or everyday use that you got for your wedding? Did you go to the registry and like look into that? And did did Kristen say, um, Stephen, do you like the looks of this? Did, uh, did you get involved in any of that? <laughs> not really. I mean, she she kind of had all that planned out. I did not get a ton of say in, in the plates and the china that we have in the house, no. I think it's time to start throwing your weight around <laughs> and, and saying, hey, I've, I, these everyday plates I do not like. <laughs> I did not care for, okay? And our formal dining wear, I'm not happy with that either. Now, some of this, Stephen, now, if it, got ha- if it was handed down – from like her grandmother or great grandmother or something. Now stay away from that. You know, you just all you can do is praise that. Hey, let your grandmother had the greatest stuff. But now, if y'all, if you got it like at the the local place, it's time to you know you might want to go in there and and, and uh, protest. All right, it's uh, Mosley and Simcox rolling with you into a holiday weekend. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Let us hear from you. How are you grilling? What grill are you using? Stephen, you think Tommy knows his way around a grill? Like Barfield? Oh, yeah. I think Tom's a big grill grill master. You think he throws a steak on there? I bet bet he'll take a little ribeye out there or something, or a New York strip. Doesn't that sound like something he would do? It does. I'll have to ask him today on game time. I I know he's going to be on vacation this 4th of July, but what he typically likes to throw on the grill. Do you think he works up a bit of a sweat out there at the grill? (laughs) It is Mosley and Simcox. Just a few more days as we move on into a Friday holiday weekend. Everybody, happy 4th of uh, July, celebrating Independence Day at Central National Bank, an independent bank, I might add. Uh, And uh, so we wish them all the best and thank them for being the presenting sponsors of the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. All right, Stephen, um, we've got got a lot to, to get to. And the NIL... That's the name, image, and likeness is apparently changing college sports forever. Uh, my conversation with the head of compliance and also Jovan Overshone is next. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Widely scattered showers and thunderstorms out there this evening. Diminishing very late tonight as skies will just be mostly cloudy overnight. Low temperatures falling to 75 degrees. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy skies with a 60% chance of scattered showers and storms, 87. And the same story on Sunday, a 40% chance of showers and storms with a high of 89. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. Rick Butler is our guest, a former MCC baseball coach, won the national championship at MCC in 1983. Uh, it's almost like a mash unit in, in the World Series that year. Uh, we started the first game with Greg Dennis splitting his chin open on home plate, had to have stitches, and then uh, Kenneth Patterson got hit in the, in the face by a double play ball because he couldn't get down and slide quick enough. And then Jerry Fouth, and this is the one most people remember, took a line drive off of his head that went over the third base dugout into the bleachers, came back the next night and pitched a complete game for the championship. So those were some tough guys, 58 and seven records, nothing to scoff at, and they brought the prize home and we're very proud of that team. Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show with Steven Simcox. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry. Trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Milwaukee Bucks take a 3-2 lead in the Eastern Conference Finals, beating the Hawks 123-112. On a day when college athletes were officially granted rights to profit off their name, image, and likeness, former USC running back Reggie Bush has made it clear he believes his Heisman Trophy he won in 2005 should be returned and his college stats reinstated. The NFL has fined the Washington football team $10 million as a result of the league's investigation into the team's workplace culture. Game three of the Stanley Cup Finals tonight, Tampa Bay at Montreal. Tampa Bay has a 2-0 lead in that series. Puck drops at 7. Astros at the Indians tonight, 6-10 first pitch. And Rangers leave Oakland with the win and had the day off before starting a series with the Mariners tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Mosley and Simcox with EP. EP waiting in the wings. I could hear him stirring around. Every time I bring EP on, Steven, do you notice he drops something? Like, I feel like EP likes, like, sound effects and stuff in the studio. I always like <laughs> Every time I call on EP, uh, I'll, hear, I'll hear him kind of. I like that, though. EP's kind of banging around in there doing stuff. Steven, will EP, how much of the ride has EP made with you today? I mean, you've had, I think you're going on an 11 to 6 type ride. When did when did uh, did he is EP duck in there for the three o'clock today? Oh yeah, EP's a Mosley guy. He gets here around three o'clock. Yeah, gets in, kind of sees the lay of the land, and then takes the controls from uh, from four to six. Yeah, everything about that is like a Mosley guy, except for taking the controls from four to six. <laughs> That's when Tommy comes walking in. Well, uh, and uh, Tommy will have some stuff on tap today. Uh, game time. Game time will occur at uh, 4 o'clock. Take you right into 6. Steven, do you think uh, Barfield, is he, is he, have you noticed as he's getting ready to go on vacation, is he, is he still focused or has he, is he starting to kind of think about the water and the beach and the, and the rum? No, nah, I think he's a Baptist guy. He probably <laughs> doesn't drink any. But does, uh, what, what, is, uh, what is Tom, has he, has he been able to focus lately? He seems pretty focused. Um, you know, he has a fun shirt on today. He definitely has like a out on the water cruising type of tropical shirt on this afternoon. So I think he's ready to go. But, you know, I feel like Tom's going to bring it from four to six. He told me he was doing the five o'clock hour today shirtless. <laughs> well, you would eat, eat, I'll be doing it remotely then. No, no, no. You stay right in there. Tommy B. Coming in shirtless for the five. All right, um, we are going to talk about this name, image, and likeness. I bet EP never thought he'd see the day. The amateur athletes, suddenly they're making money. Oh, no. Oh, no. Shut down the colleges. We should just all shut down. What will we do with ourselves? Well, no, they're not all going to become millionaires. Some of the bigger-time players will make some decent money, 50000 100000 maybe for like a big-time quarterback. You never know. Steven, I something's I smell a rat on this Master P story. There's something not that cannot be true. Master P's son had some other opportunities, but he decided to go play at like Tennessee Tech for basketball, I think it is. Is that right, Steven? Basketball? Yes, Master he's playing P's basketball. Son. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Master P has been an agent in the past. He was Ricky Williams' agent. He did a horrible deal for Ricky Williams at first deal. Well, he's done a good deal for his son because Apparently, I don't exactly know what website this is. It's like some kind of web-based company. His son is going to get a two million dollar endorsement deal. Yeah, this is not this this is not real. I mean, I, I think it might think so. be real, but um, I saw today. I can't remember the name of the website either. But they have like thirty-seven followers on Facebook, which is a very very small number, and they're giving Masterpiece son two million dollars. To me, this looks like I think Master P has created a slush fund for his son, which I don't know why I would do that instead of giving him money. Slush fund. But I I think he's created some sort of fake business and uh, a fake endorsement deal for him. Man, I wish we had a slush fund at 
Eminem Broadcasting. He'll give the slush fund. Steven is to go across the parking lot to Sonic. <laughs> That's right. Okay. All right. We're doing Sonic jokes. Um. All right, Steve. Let's get serious. Let's talk about the NIL, and uh, boy, soon we'll be talking about Heritage Ice Cream. Kind of excited about that. But uh, uh, this was this was uh, this was uh, a, a press conference we had earlier today. Chad Jackson, the head of uh, compliance for Baylor and Jovan Overshawn, and she's a associate athletic director, senior vice president, external affairs. She does a lot over there, over branding, several, several of those things, multimedia things. But uh, Chad Jackson was the man that I asked uh, basically about, okay, under the, this state law, what, uh, what needs to uh, get approved? And does Baylor have to approve it before like a Matthew Meyer can go do an endorsement deal? Yeah, I'm just wondering, uh, Chad, with this um, Texas state law, um, do you still have to have the ability to approve these deals? I noticed you said Baylor players. I think we were hearing about Matthew Meyer, which didn't really shock most of us, was right out of the chute with a few. Um, is there any – do they have to come to you guys as any sort of a clearinghouse and report, here's what I'm doing, or they can, or can they be off and running? And I know each state law can be a little bit different in that respect. How does that work within um, – what you guys are doing with this with this Texas legislation? That's a astute uh, uh, question, uh, uh, Matt. Uh, Texas state law does require student athletes to quote disclose unquote a possible NIL deal quote prior to unquote taking part in the. Um, NIL activity. So keywords there, they're required to disclose prior to taking part in an NIL activity. The law goes on further to say that uh, we, as I alluded to earlier, if there are conflicts with institutional policy, one, one of the uh, stipulations in the law is that NIL activity may not conflict with an institution's honor code. So there is, Matt, an approval process. Uh, in a, and so a student athlete will disclose to us. We've got a formal, formalized uh, mechanism uh, uh, to, uh, you know, it's all web-based and, and, and uh, a workflow type concept. And the student athlete discloses in that, uh, that vehicle uh, we take our time to vet it. Uh, some naturally are going to be very easily uh, vettable. Uh, others uh, that may conflict with an institutional contract, as, as Javon alluded to, or institutional policy. Uh, dropped in there earlier, the intellectual property. You know, those are those are things that we would be looking for in an approval. Uh, so yes, we we do have an approval process set up. But I'll say this as a blanket statement. This is deregulation. And so when you have deregulation, that means freedom. And so the, 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 the you know, the, the uh, not necessarily profound statement is we're starting from a permissible state of mind. 
it's likely going to be permissible, uh, but we're going to have to vet just to make sure there's no conflicts. I'll share this just as an anecdote. Uh, someone was talking to me yesterday and, and made an assumption that life was going to be easier for compliance folk. And, and I said, I, I kind of chuckled and I'm like, well, uh, you might say that because it's freedom, but actually uh, prior to yesterday, we simply said no. And we might not like saying no, but that was the answer. So it's pretty easy. You say no. Today, we're saying yes, but. And the but is verifying through the law uh, and institutional policy that, that, that everything is, is on par there. I would, I would think with the Baylor Honor Code, uh, just to hit this head on, like a beer deal or something like that that might work at other schools where they actually sell beer at games and all that kind of thing would probably be off the table. Would that be accurate? And that would be uh, you, you are accurate, accurate from a Baylor standpoint, but you also from a Texas law standpoint, it prohibits alcohol. There's a bit of a morality clause in there that references prohibition on alcohol, tobacco, gambling, adult entertainment, things of that nature. It's a pretty comprehensive list codified in the state law. So no one in the state of Texas should be in, in endeavoring in those types of entities. All right, there he was, uh, Chad Jackson and um, Stephen, Texas Law. We're going to keep these kids away from uh, doing any uh, PBR, uh, Natty Light, you know, any any kind of things like that. So let's not get any ideas. Now, Stephen, we're running out of time here because we got a guest at uh, at uh, three forty. But let's uh, let's have a uh, quick listen. I later in the uh, in the session, I wanted to follow up about the branding. And I've noticed some of these other schools are leaning into this. LSU, as I mentioned, they're calling it NILSU. Uh, is Baylor going to do that as well? Here was uh, my back and forth with Jovan Overshone. I mean, I did notice, it's hard not to notice the way this thing's been covered. Um, an SEC school went with, I think they're calling it NILSU. I mean, I, I know you've got to be true to Baylor and all that, all that, what we've talked about, but like how hard can you lean into this branding wise? Because these were, I mean, obviously Kevin was, was hitting on it. This is going to be a huge recruiting tool. Now, again, we don't know how many players are going to make 50,000, a hundred thousand, who knows? It may be a tiny amount, but I'm just wondering where, where you are on, on kind of leaning into this from a branding perspective. Yeah, that's that's the, the question of the hour, um, because you haven't seen anything flashy or, or a new logo pop out of our accounts. Um, but but here's what I'll say. Internally, yes, we have developed. We have evolved our branding. We have created a bucket, if you will, that embraces all of this, which is an extension of Baylor Built. It's called Baylor Built Plus. Um, but and we'll reference it. But we aren't planning to do a, at this point, a large public release um, announcing the initiative because if we were announcing it, it would allude to the fact that it was something new. Um, so, and from a recruiting perspective, we're really equipping our coaches. Um, we are equipping them with a toolbox of resources that allow them to speak to this authentically and thoroughly. 
Um, and, and they will be able to, they will be equipped to be able to have conversations and even show materials with recruits, with, with, with prospects, families. Um, so we are doing our due diligence internally. Um, we just are not spending our time and energy focusing on the outward public relations piece, uh, because we know within our teams, uh, there's a great deal, there's a great deal of depth there that they can share, but yes, it is. The reality is it's. You know, we do, there, there are coaches that have asked, um, you know, uh, when is our, our press release going out or, or we, or there are, you know, kids that see what other institutions are doing, but uh, we are, we are putting trust in the relationships that our coaches and our staff is able to build um, in these conversations and, 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 um, and relaying this information that way. All right. There it was uh, our conversation and, um, some people are like, oh, this is the Wild West. What's going to happen? I mean, is this going to destroy college athletics? Probably not. I mean, I think we're, they're still going to show up, still going to play. They got a chance to make a little bit on the side. I don't think it's going to go crazy. I do think it was funny, Stephen, that uh, during, the, during the session, he was getting a call from someone to ask him if a certain player could accept a uh, deal. You know, they have to still sign off on these things. So I, I do think absolutely it's going to be tougher on compliance. And uh, Chad's done a really good job. Joe Vaughn, we appreciate everybody for putting that thing together. We had been endeavoring to uh, have some folks on, and so I'm glad Baylor uh, was able to kind of put out some statements and uh, talk this thing over a little bit. All right, we got a, a cool thing for you next. We have a um, – Baylor has gotten another, like, U.S. Open caliber – U.S. Women's Open caliber player. Steven, do you remember how into the U.S. Women's Open I was? Well, here we go. Here we go. Another big-time player is joining the Lady Bears golf team. She will join us next. Recently on the John Morris Show. Frank was just such a gentleman, such a great representative of Baylor University. And it wasn't just Baylor. I mean, he was doing the Baylor games, but he was so well-respected that he was doing Southwest Conference basketball TV games every week. And the other coaches in the Southwest Conference were okay with that just because Frank was so so fair and did such a great job for their schools and for the league. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Jessup Housing in Waco, a premier affordable manufactured home builder, is looking for skilled workers at two of their locations to join their team. Paying up to $18.50 per hour to start, they also offer free health insurance, production bonuses, paid holidays and vacations, 401k with company match, and opportunities for advancement. Apply in person at Jessup Housing today at 1101 Foundation Drive in Waco or 1001 West Loop 340 in Waco or apply online at jessuphousing.com. Join the Jessup Housing family today. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. 
Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-296-1251. 800-296-1251. That's 800-296-1251. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-631-9123. 800-631-9123. That's 800-631-9123. I did want to talk, Stephen, about this uh, broadcast we have coming up. Man, this is going to be fun. Uh, common Grounds and Heritage. Stephen, this, uh, the grand opening's coming up for the new location and the ice cream. Stephen, I wanted to get you involved for a second. Did you take your family out to Heritage? Did, was that the, uh, did you go to the new location, or did you make it to the Baylor campus? Because uh, Heritage Creamery, whoa, that has uh, that has brought a whole new flavor uh, to our broadcast. Where did, which, which location did you visit? Yeah, I went to the new Woodway location uh, for my McGregor folks. It's right out there across from Harris Creek, about 10 minutes away from McGregor. So uh, we, we went there yesterday. All right. Uh, I, I love what they do, and I love all the uh, – Heritage Creamery, the 1125 South 8th Street, uh, the Baylor campus. In fact, our next guest, Addie Baggerly, that's where she's going to be hanging out. Common Grounds and Heritage Creamery. Uh, the new location is at 13701 Woodway Drive, Highway 84 and Ritchie Road. And you can find out about a little bit more, heritagecreamery.com. Open every day, 2 to 10 o'clock. 2 p.m. to 10 o'clock. What a great place to go. Established in 2016. Independently owned and operated ice cream shop. Proud to be grown here in Waco. Locally uh, and responsibly sourced delicious frozen treats for the Central Texas community. Try one of those uh, those fresh baked cookies and the homemade ice cream. Cone, scoop, pint, float, or shake. Get over to Heritage Creamery today. Ice cream shop over at Heritage Creamery. Addie Baggerly, uh, welcome to. I don't know if you're in Waco right now. You may still be back in Tennessee, but we are uh, we are very excited to hear that we not only we had a we already had a player, uh, Gerline Kaur, who played in the U.S. Women's Open, and suddenly we have you uh, on the Baylor team. Uh, congratulations and welcome to the Baylor family. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You bet. Um, well, walk me through that. Now, by the way, have you gotten some endorsement deals yet? Are you kind of easing into this name, image, and likeness? I mean, you have already been out there, played in some big-time LPGA events, um, and then, boy, that Augusta, the Augusta, uh, that amateur is a really awesome event. Have you uh, have you been out there landing any deals yet? Not yet. I am uh, just kind of easing my way into it. I'm waiting for USGA to kind of 
put something out there regarding it uh, just to be safe, and we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. Let's not let the USGA get in the way, but uh, oh, Addy, no. uh we we, uh, we need to figure out, I mean, how did we, I mean, it's a great program. Jay Goble's done a uh, excellent job, and, and you've seen some of these All-Americans, but walk walk us through the process. You had a, uh, you were a legacy at Florida, had an unbelievable run there, and then you had this extra year of eligibility um, how did how did you end up making this decision uh, to uh, to end up at uh, Baylor? Yeah, um, I'm a fourth generation Gator, so uh, you know I was very fortunate enough to spend my four years there, and I wasn't really considering taking the fifth year until recently. And um, I had some friends of mine contact me, and they were like, "Hey, you should go into the portal to check it out." And I was like, eh, "I'm not sure." And then I finally did, and then next thing you know, my email was blowing up, and uh, Jay's name kind of came across there, and I've I've known him uh, a little bit over the past four years, knowing that he was the former assistant at Florida um, about ten or so years ago, and um, you know he he wanted me to come on a visit, and next thing you know, I was talking on the phone with him, and um, you know he just opened up a great opportunity for me to come to Waco and get my masters and uh, play for them in the spring. All right, did it come down? Did you narrow it down to two, or did Baylor take the lead immediately? Were there other, like, uh, SEC schools fighting it out? Like, who were the who were the two or three you were kind of trying to decide between? Yeah, so I kind of made it a point. I did have SEC school contact me, but I kind of made it a point that I'd spend my four years in the SEC, and I thought it was time for me to move on. But my final two that I was considering, well, final three that I was considering was uh, Texas, Oregon, and Baylor. Okay, Texas and Oregon Blade. We like winning battles over the University of Texas. You'll find that out yeah. about us. So that's uh, that's a that's a uh, great thing. Have you um, have you been able to uh, visit Waco and look around, or were you kind of having to do it from afar? What is your uh, uh, what do you what is your knowledge of Austin, Waco, that whole area? Yeah, so I've been to Austin before, but I'd never been to Waco until this past Monday is when I was on my visit, and then. Um, it was a very quick one. I got there about mid morning on Monday and then left around 1230 on Tuesday. And Monday night is when, um, you know, I told Jay that I wanted to become a bear and, um, you know, we kind of made things unofficial technically until a couple of nights ago when I signed and, um, you know, just very fortunate enough to get to know the area for a couple of days. And, um, I fell in love with it. It was great. What did Jay, did he have any good recommendations on where to eat in Waco? I mean, we're proud of our barbecue. Obviously, uh, we got a lot of Tex-Mex options if you're into that. What, uh, what, what sealed the deal from a, from a food perspective? Um, you know, he kind of, he played his cards right. And obviously, my, my mom is a big Chip and Joanna fan. So he took us to Magnolia Table on Tuesday morning and, that was uh that was great. I know it's very touristy over there, but um, the food was unbelievable, and we didn't get a chance to talk much about food. But uh, you know, I from what I can tell, uh, it looks unreal, and you know, I've heard great things from Gerline as well as I've known her for a, a number of years, and uh, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just excited to to get things going. Addie Baggerly joining us, transferring to Baylor from the University of Florida. You just talked about Gerline. 
Um, what was your journey like ending up in the um, in the U.S. Women's Open? I mean, that's about the highest thing you can get to. I know you were. I was reading you were an alternate at one point. What? How did? Um, how, where did you remind us kind of where you played to get in, and then how you eventually did get into the field? Yeah, my my journey wasn't as smooth as Gerlene's was getting in. Um, <laughs> you know, I played my qualifier in uh, Ormond Beach, Florida, and on a golf course that I've played um, multiple times and. You know, I really hadn't played well there at all, and um, I kind of went into this qualifier with no expectations. It was just going to be me, my push cart, and 36 holes of golf to play. And, um, you know, I went out there, and I played pretty well in the morning, and then that golf course is really known for getting windy in the afternoon. And I just told myself that par was going to be a good number. And, you know, I sadly came up by short by one shot um, coming into the clubhouse, but I knew that being a first alternate, especially out of Florida, I had an okay chance. and. Um, I was actually on vacation with my roommate uh, when I got the email saying that I had gotten in and I did. And I was like, we have to go. I, my clubs are still in the travel case from regionals. Like <laughs> we have to leave. I have got a U.S. open to practice for. Uh, but it was, it was unreal. Getting that email was just ecstatic. And, um, you know, I couldn't, couldn't be more blessed to have played in my first major. Were you, um, did it feel like completely different than a college tournament? Like, were you, were the butterflies uh, way, way, way worse or more? Or what was it, what did it uh, feel like? Like, how long did it take you to kind of settle down a little bit? Yeah, um, my nerves were through the roof. I was so nervous. I remember teeing my ball up in my hand on the first hole. My hand was just absolutely shaking. And I was just, I made it a goal of mine to just hit the first fairway that whole week. And I did it. So I was excited about that, but I don't really remember my first 10 holes after that first tee shot at all. I remember looking at my dad who was on the bag on round hole 11 of my first round going, I don't think I remember what just happened over the last two hours. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was such a great experience. Once I kind of calmed down a little bit, I got in the hang of things and um, you know, it was something that I wouldn't trade for the world. Now, your dad played at Florida. They put out a lot of PGA golfers. DeMarco probably preceded him maybe just by about a year, Chris DeMarco. Mm -hmm. uh, they've had some incredible golfers over the years. Was he your first swing coach? Does he continue to kind of coach you, or do you work with uh, – uh, what, what's his influence been on your, your golf game over the years? Yeah, he introduced me to the game, I mean, from when I can walk pretty much. And he's been my only swing coach over the past years, um, and I'm very fortunate – about that and um, just someone that knows my game really well and is very knowledgeable on the sport and, and can beat me any day of the week um, and not even try. It's very frustrating to me, but uh, I'm, I'm very blessed when it comes to that. Yeah, I bet I bet y'all do have some some battles and everything. Now, uh, by the way, Todd Haley, who was a head coach of the NFL, played at Florida around that time uh, as well. That, that is an incredible – I was looking at that list – Addie, the like Tommy Aaron, who won a major, was uh, from University of Florida. So it's a great legacy. But I mean, uh, you guys, you can help uh, continue to create a a great legacy at Baylor. What's the what's next for you? Do you have any big tournaments coming up uh, before you get to Baylor in the fall? What is uh, what's kind of next? Yeah. So this summer, I am playing. Actually, I leave next week for the North and South uh, Amateur Championship, which is in Pinehurst, which is that's played on Pinehurst number two and number four. Um, it's very similar to a USAM style tournament. So there's 36 holes stroke play, and then they cut to the top 32 in match play. And it's a lot of fun. I know Gerlaine will be there as well. And um, it's going to be fun to see her, you know, after 
signing and committing and, um, you know, as future teammates. But um, I'm actually not coming to Waco until January of 2022 because I'm graduating from Florida in December. And in that time in the fall, I'll be playing some kind of mini tour events here in, here in Florida. They've got a bunch of options for smaller professional events, which I'll be playing in the Florida open and um, some, some more tournaments down here just to stay competitive before we get things rolling in January. Okay. Yeah, check with the compliance folks at Baylor, Addy, before you take any checks off of those. Okay. Uh, we don't. I don't take checks. It's just <laughs> just for fun. I I, I hear you. Um, by the way, match play. You won a big match play uh, tournament not too long ago in Tennessee. Is that one of your favorite formats? Do you uh, does that sort of bring out the best in your game? Yeah, it's it's by far my favorite format that um, that we play. It's just it's very competitive, and I'm a very competitive person, and um, you're trying to be the person, not really the golf course in that time. So you can take risks and, um, kind of light it up. Yeah. I, the Tennessee state match play was a lot of fun. And, um, I, I beat someone from Ole Miss in the finals. And that was, a was a big win for me because, you know, they just won the national championship and, um, you know, it, I mean, I had a blast and just to be able to potentially play match play for a national championship in a year and a half is something that I'm ext- looking forward to extremely. Who does Florida want to beat the most? Like if, if when you are, is it, is it Ole Miss since they've been so good lately or who's the, who would be the, uh, the biggest rival for, for women's golf? For women's golf, for us, it's Ole Miss for sure. Um, you know, I know a lot of those girls really well in the team and they're great people, but you know, when we tee it up, we, we really, really, really want to beat Ole Miss and they really want to beat us. It's just kind of a rivalry that, you know, they've kind of won over the past couple of years, but uh, I now have a chance to kind of rewrite that at Baylor, and I'm so excited for it. All right. Well, we're looking forward to it. Uh, Addie Baggerly joining us. By the way, just so you know, TCU and the University of Texas, that's who we really want to bury on the golf course, okay? Uh, Gosh, I I'll write that down. <laughs> okay. All right. Addie, appreciate it. We look forward to uh, getting to meet you in the spring, and uh, very excited to have you in the Baylor family. Thank you so much. There she goes, Addie Baggerly, coming to us from uh, University of Florida. Steven, do you like some of those names I was bringing up? Tommy Aaron, he won the Masters, maybe? Yeah, 1968 or something like that. Tommy Aaron won the Masters. Todd Haley, former coach with the Cowboys and Chiefs. He played on a golf team with Chris DeMarco in the early 90s. Stephen, does uh, EP, does his, ear, does his ears perk up when I bring, you know, Facts like that, kind of callbacks. Does EP get pretty excited in the in the control room? Yeah, I think he likes it when you uh, when you call out some of those names. You have a pretty good relationship with Todd Haley, right? From your days covering the NFL. Yeah, yeah. We uh, I've told you that story. There was a kid one time uh, we were at a combine. Um, no, where were we? I think we were at yeah, NFL Combine. Yeah, some some younger reporter kept coming up to us and just bugging the dog out of us and we were like okay okay just please go away and um that ended up being ian rapaport <laughs> now the now the news breaking man for uh nfl network well i guess it worked for him but he still comes on our show so it all worked out <laughs> uh, it is yes and we enjoy ian when he comes on and uh man a man uh, who uh, who does a nice job over there for the NFL Network. All right, Stephen, been a good one. 
UNEP, thank you. I want you all to have a safe holiday weekend. Steven, get those car seats. Get those car seats right, okay? Little saw, you're traveling. This has me a little bit uh, on edge, but uh, I'm, you know, I'm going to leave this one to you, and uh, you all have a very, very safe holiday weekend. Remember, folks, uh, drink responsibly. Don't go get in the car after you've had too many. And uh, Tom Barfield coming up. Steven, what does Tom have on the docket today as he gets ready to head for vacation? We will uh, chat with Steve Almeida. He is the new head coach at Hillsborough. Um, Ranger Roundup at 445. And then Jay Black from the Texas Sport, Sports Hall of Fame at 5 o'clock. Uh, Texas Sports Hall of Fame voting coming up soon, Matt. So we'll take a look at some of the candidates at 5 o'clock today. I may, I may show up and vote. I don't know if Jay wants that or not, but I, I'm thinking about finding out when the vote is, and I'm going to show up and vote. So we'll see about that. Give Jay my best. Give Tommy my best. Uh, Game time is next.